0: hello and welcome to the my friends love music podcast i'm leela also one of the hosts of the lock shock and barrel movies podcast and i love all kinds of music all genres something that brings me joy is when friends family and acquaintances get overly excited about their favorite music be it a band singer style and are eager to share their love it's like the opposite of gatekeeping because where gatekeeping keeps you out because you don't know enough this kind of enthusiasm draws you in and gets you a beer, some tea, and makes you listen to albums for 16 hours until you understand and are in the club. Since I currently have some time to deep dive, I've decided to take music I already like, say to level five, and interview people who are level 10 fans about why this music ticks all the boxes for them. Welcome to the show. Today's subject is hard rock alt-prog giant's Tool. Formed in 1990, the band includes singer and lyricist James Maynard Keenan, drummer Danny Carey, guitarist slash artistic director Adam Jones, and bassist Justin Chancellor. 30 years, five studio albums, and a legion of devoted fans later, they remain one of the most successful touring bands in the world and had to cut their 2020 tour short due to the COVID pandemic. I'm joined today by longtime fans Jennifer and Nick, a couple whose Tool fandom predates their marriage. And when I met them, they even had cats named for members of the band. Without further ado, I would love to welcome my friends, Jennifer and Nick. Woo! Woo! Hey! Woo! Thanks guys. A lot of wooing. They're waving, you guys can't see that, but they are. Yeah. <laughs> They're excited to see other humans.
1: Yep. Well, my father always said I had a face for radio, so. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm afraid I may have a voice for like the written word, but here I am with my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So we are talking tonight, today, the what? no one even knows what day it is anymore. But we are talking I about, what's that? Maybe. I don't think it's Tuesday. Hmm. I don't know which Tuesday, but, <laughs> so we're talking about Tool. Woo. Woo, are you gonna woo for us a little bit? Oh, yeah. yes. She's throwing up the hands. So as is the concept here, I am a Tool fan, I consider myself a I, if I'm using my ten scale, a five to six on the ten scale of Tool fans. So of course I had to, to reach out to people who were higher echelon fans than I am, and it happened to be this power couple, like the power band themselves. How long? Have, how long have you been a Tool fan, Nick? Since ninety
1: one, ninety two.
0: Right at the
2: beginning. When they
1: first. Yeah. How about yeah. you, Jennifer? Yeah.
2: I would probably say I was. A sophomore in high school, so that would have been ninety six, ninety seven, when AnimA came out. So probably since then, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I specific I remember the first time I ever saw Tool or had saw anything about them. It was on one hundred and twenty minutes on MTV, and it was the yeah, video for Sober, nice. right? No. Uh, yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, yeah. The stop motion, the Adam Jones. That mm-hmm. was the first time yep. I ever saw anything like that and I wouldn't say that I was completely hooked until later I, how did you get there Nick what was your did you just see him and it was like um, that was it or
1: for me well for me it was honestly uh, uh, I guess I was starting to go into a phase two high school I mean I was a sophomore maybe a junior um, and it was them and helmet and mm-hmm. I listened to both of them. Um, and even before that I had Uh, I have a single of green jell. It was green Jello, and now it's green jelly. Little pig, little pig, let me in, um, which Maynard was on, and and
0: and Danny Carey, right?
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. and Danny Carey, yeah. Um, And so, you know, once they kind of came out, I was listening. I kind of just switched into that kind of
0: uh, uh, type of genre of music.
1: And and how would you
0: describe that? I, I mean, I think of them sort of as, um, like alt metal or hard
2: prog well lyrical metal there's some kind of it's not your right there's there's a lyricalness to it that gives it this well
1: quintessential actually.
2: sound sound like as soon as a chord especially on fear inoculum as soon as you hear that first chord you're like oh it's a tool song you know exactly yeah. who you're listening to and what it is mm-hmm.
1: but they so much over the years too that Mm -hmm. they've gotten to that point where it's it's like all the great bands like pink floyd and um, i mean they they write an album they don't write just a song rush
0: thank you you know
1: there's a whole there's a whole uh, (laughs) process that goes behind it and which makes it more interesting Mm -hmm. to your ears you know than some other bands where it's just you know just the screaming You know, whereas the only thing you can really understand is a little bit of the music, Mm -hmm. you
0: know. Right. And yet, if you talk to someone who doesn't know anything about Tool, that's just what they assume it is. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time. Depending on the age. That's true. That's true. Um, And where they, how they know Tool. Like if they know them through certain kinds of fans or.
1: Grandparents.
0: Yeah. Shenanigans that they've, you know, seen the band get into or whatever. Um, but it is it's really amazing like you were saying it always surprises me how few albums they have yeah Mm -hmm. because like you say they really take their time to craft it all and get it yes it's so tight it's almost like aggressive tightness to be so fluid and Um, every
2: single detail is accounted for and it reminds me a lot of when i was in dance and how every single you know breath and movement has a purpose and so i find that with all of their music every single album every note every in between the note the art how it's packaged how it's distributed through the years every single moment from when they start writing an album until they take it on tour and even during tour is thought about in a very thoughtful way almost encouraging fandom that way for me, because it's that artist process. And I really appreciate that. So every single note and, and how it's even packaged is thought about. and I really yeah. appreciate that um, for a band.
0: Well, and I, um, I actually attended a Tool concert with you guys uh, in November, yes. back when yeah. concerts were allowed. Um, and, yes. <laughs> and what's so amazing about a Tool show is it's not just about the music. It's this whole experience. It's almost more like a circus of for oh, the yeah. senses going on between the music and the feel of the show and the visuals. It's almost religious. Um, it is oh, very much so. It's
1: almost like a you got ten thousand or fifty thousand people in there for you know two hours of church, where mm-hmm. you come out feeling better than when you went in. Yeah. Although you did feel in high anticipation because I've seen them five six times now. Mm-hmm. I think Jennifer's seen them five. Yeah,
2: something like that.
1: And every time it's, it's something different, it, it's somewhat the same. It's, you know, it's familiar, but every show was different for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And I do feel um, a lot when when Fear Inoculum came out, even like you said, from that first note, it felt so familiar. And you're like, I know they're going to do something else with this, but it's going to hit that same place. Um, oh yeah, and and I know that a lot of fans are really nervous when they're oh, oh I remember when Ten Thousand Days came out they were like oh well what if it sucks it's gonna be terrible blah 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 and a lot of people did initially really hate it but it's like mm-hmm. as the years have gone on they've come around to absorbing that album so much and I I see that happening with the new one as well
1: yeah oh yeah absolutely well, their cover art and everything has evolved through the years I mean you don't see anybody else that's ever Like on 10,000 Days, they put magnified glasses on it to where you could look look at the pictures as it flipped up. This one, they have a full on LCD screen in it to watch an Alex Gray or.
2: It's an Alex Alex, Gray like visual art that just goes through this whole screen. So it goes back to that. Every concept is just. But nobody else is doing that. Nobody else does that. Really thoughtful towards their fans,
0: I think, as well.
2: Not only well,
0: their vision, but because the fans are so willing to be brought along on whatever, really, whatever Adam Jones comes up with, because he's a he, if for any listener who doesn't know, he he's not just the guitarist. He's also their sort of art director and concept mm-hmm. artist, yes. really. I think I'm always interested to see what they come up with next. Um, and oh, I know that that does no. also maybe even dealing with a little bit of burnout in between touring and writing and
1: well yeah they have not toured a lot and you know Maynard is really busy with his fur and and um the winery. perfect circle and winery so I mean you know that guy I gotta give it to him I mean I know you don't sleep a lot but man that guy's going sleep <laughs> like nothing I mean like I mean he's you know, I mean he's a he's a go-getter mm-hmm. for for sure I mean he he delves in his full self into everything he does and
0: well, so, okay. So let's talk I about Maynard a little bit. Okay. Uh, okay. Maynard Canaan, singer Tool, also mm-hmm. known for a lot of other things. And one of the things about, about, I wanted to ask you about Jennifer and, and Nick, both of you, you're both uh-huh. pretty high level experts in this area as well, is his wine. Mm-hmm. Is it good? What do you think of it? Can you be, ev- can you even be objective about it?
2: So. I've tried it once because it wasn't available in North Carolina up until recently. And we had it at Carolina Rebellion a couple of years ago. And I don't know if it was where we were at and because a perfect circle was playing, it was the anticipation, but what we did try was amazing. Yeah. I have followed him for years in the wine industry. and He has a really good um, documentary that came out. Oh, it had to have been five or six years ago. What is it called? Blood into Wine? Yeah called blood into wine and it was on netflix and it's about his journey through the arizona terroir and making wine out there i think it would be totally worthwhile to try to get some of that wine out here i'd be so willing to pay the amount to have it shipped out here because it is his classic kind of old world style and he does really once again with the music he puts all the intention and everything is thought out about and his shenanigans show through, even through the name of his vineyard. It's called Merkin, Merkin. Vineyards. Yeah. <laughs> and people put it Merkin wine cellars. <laughs> a lot
1: of people don't know what a Merkin is. <laughs> and they
2: hashtag it and follow it on Instagram. I'm like, damn. Yeah. A Merkin. <laughs> and I do every time. Every time. <laughs> so, um, but I really love the wine and I would love to taste more of it. And I just, I think it's amazing that you can immerse yourself in so many different because art, I mean, for wine, is art as well, so to immerse yourself in that, and that's a year-round job, and do two or three other bands. Of Pussifer, Perfect Circle, Tool, like, what's,
0: I mean, I guess I can't say which one do you prefer, because obviously it's Tool, but, or is it obvious? I don't
2: know. Yeah, Tool, Perfect Circle, then Pussifer, and I'll forgive Perfect Perfect Circle for that last album. I'll forgive them for that.
0: I, I always got the impression from the last album that they were in with the record label and had to give them something. Yeah, they done. yeah. and
2: yeah. they're yeah. like you can just like take... one good song off and up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like you can just take this and just let us go. Yeah. But...
1: I, I I have to disagree. I kind of liked it pretty good. I mean <laughs> Well, that's okay. So but we
2: can agree to disagree. You it know,
1: it's I mean it wasn't their best by any means, I mean, <laughs> but but you know. Um for me, I you know, it would be the same, but you kind of have to look at um, Christopher for where he's when it first when he first started it was it was kind of all over the place, and the more albums he put out with that got more of a tool feel to them. If you listen to some of the later stuff that he did, it has
2: more of that lyrics. It, it has
1: it. more of a he has more of a, a tool feel to it. Some of the songs that and you know I mean there's not many other bands either that can you know not have anything digital and then drop digital and everything go to number one. Like instantly.
0: Yeah. Right. You
1: know?
0: Well, and he has such a distinctive style of singing. I remember when he fronted Allison Chains after Lane yeah. Stanley died and he, they did yeah. Rooster and man in the box and he, and I think they even tried to get him be their new lead Come singer on. for whatever reason, obviously wasn't interested in that, but he wasn't a bad choice because those few songs no. No. that they did, I think it was a benefit concert for something, were really, really solid. And, and his style worked really well, but he has such a distinctive sound.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And a distinctive move when he's on stage as well. He, when they all, <laughs> when you can see him, cause he's usually like behind Danny <laughs> Carey, but there is a distinctive way that they all move. And there's even a distinctive way Danny Carey moves when he's drumming. I oh, mean, absolutely. if I had arms like that, dude, mm. <laughs>
0: I, I think watching Carrie during doing a drum solo is one of the only times I've ever really been enraptured by a drum solo. Um, maybe that oh, and like Rush, but those are the only two drummers I can think of who, yeah, just like you said, the way he moves and that end bit of lateralis, which is just so amazing. Um,
2: mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, you talked about bringing, you talked earlier about bringing up introducing friends and that's I had a few friends when I, in, in the kitchen years ago had never heard of Tool. I mean, this has been years ago, and you know, having them listen to it, that's the very first thing they pick up on is, you know, is is the drumming, mm-hmm. you know, the amazing, you know, skips and off beats and just everything that he does, That's just signature Danny Care.
0: So. Right. Well, and he changes signature faster than I notice that he's done it.
1: Oh well it's you look amazing. at it, when you look at invincible around minute eight when he goes into that you know, like really fast drum you just then he doubles it and it's just like wow i mean there's no i can just appreciate it there's no way i could ever do it
0: i really have to ask you something nick why okay. do chefs all love tool nick is a chef nick <laughs> nick is an executive chef he's he's an amazing he can cook anything it is Astounding! Wow. Thank you. And thank um, you for that. well, thank you. I have I've been a bit, been well, the beneficiary I mean, before. <laughs> is it well, just like have you sh- have t- you have mental time to, to listen to all these things or?
1: Well, it, it kind of keeps you, the the rhythm keeps you going. Um, you know, and and you know, one thing about a chef is you have to be able to you have to be able to roll with the punches. And you have to have a sense of humor, and I think Tool does both of those really well. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you have a, you have a very linear, like when you're cutting, you're, you know, you're very, ta 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 ta, and it's it's the timing, and then also, you know, you look at, Dear Ivan Satan, you know, some of the songs that they do and the quips where it's just funny as hell. If you really delve into them, you know, like the devil's balls, and it's a recipe for, you know. You, know, you have to have kind of a sense of humor and it's a little bit of anger, I'd say. Because you know, all chefs all are, chefs are angry, angry all the time. All and the that's how we control the hall. <laughs> <laughs> that's the secret. Um, but you know, the, you know, just like every day at work, I mean, although it may seem the same and mundane, every everyone's a journey. So, you know, every time you listen to a tool album, you kind of go on a journey in your head. I mean, you know, and then everybody you know, knows all the. You know, most of us, the older guys, know all the words and and are singing along with it, or you know, giving air drums, you know, and you know, air bass, air bass, we- you no know, air guitar.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for explaining that to me because I, it, it's this weird <laughs> Venn diagram that sense. shifts right there in the middle.
2: I remember the diagram. Yeah, yes,
0: I, I, I <laughs> drew angry, one. Angry youth. <laughs> yeah,
2: angry youth,
0: musicians. Prague fans chefs i i don't know chefs yeah chefs. <laughs> so if if you had to pick would you even have a favorite album song thing that you're drawn to or or can you just pick anything on any given day i'll let her go first okay go we didn't compare
2: answers before no, this we oh, good. About okay okay i know you said five ish, so got, i got like I 20 i think i got six you got six okay and this was a lot of thought into this so it kind of goes chronological for when i started listening but here goes essential tool songs okay 46 two. mm-hmm um, one of my first tool songs i ever heard uh enema then i'm gonna go schism the grudge lateralists vicarious Ooh. and all of fear inoculum Oh, so, you're, so that last one, you just, like, picked a whole album,
0: or?
1: <laughs> well, it's because it doesn't stop, really. I mean, you you, just... You, just,
2: yeah, you have to listen to that one. I mean, I know all their albums, you have to listen from start to stop, but some of the older stuff, like Anima and curious, you can kind of go, I mean, I didn't add Parabola and Parabola on there, but those are two of my That's... favorites as well. So I couldn't, like, just write out every single song from every single album. So those are, like, my Top ones, you know. I think it's all, even on a mix CD that Nick made me a couple years back. <laughs> I, I literally favorite Tool songs mix one and
1: way, two. <laughs> like way, way back. Like way, way back.
0: <laughs> uh, when mix CDs were a thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, Nick did. Did you agree on any of those?
1: Not really. Maybe two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite. Of all time, is got to be jerk off off of opiate.
0: Oh, okay. You, know, you are a, a true like, fan. You know, he says there's
1: there's a bunch of assholes in the building. Uh, termites. We had to systematically removed them.
0: You but termite you ain't a
1: roach. termite or roach. But um, so that's probably my all time. Because once I heard that, I was hooked. That was that was it for me. Um, I'm gonna say prison sex.
2: Mhm. Mhm.
1: And then so and Parabola, Parabola, and I actually need to go back. I think Eulogy is going to be right up there. Eulogy (laughs) has got to be number two or three
0: for me. For the listeners, this is the part that when I say I love it, people get super excited about and go, ooh, ooh, (laughs) ooh. That's that's the moment (laughs) I've been looking for right there. That's it.
1: (laughs) And then, of course, ticks and leeches because, you know, Because this may be what you wanted. This is what what you're getting. getting. That is in... A total chef song. Total chef song. (laughs) This is what you wanted. This is what you had in mind. Well, this is what you're getting. (laughs) So...
2: (laughs) You didn't know you were
0: going to be serious. Exactly. I I didn't know I was going to learn so much about the restaurant industry. But...
1: (laughs) Well, you know. Duel it. And then, uh, you know, then... And mine kind of goes in chronological order too. The fact that you know they, because they um, hit me when I was at a very, at an age where I you know I, I can't think of the word that I'm trying to, trying kind to of say malleable,
0: impressionable. Uh, yes, yes. There you I go. Know. Yeah.
1: So they kind of builds upon each other. But then you know this whole last album's good, but I'd have to say Anima is my favorite album. Anima. There's gotta be I mean you got H, you got, you know, I mean you just have so many good songs. And you
0: got Bill <laughs> Hicks. So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. so they're R- real fucking nine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was I was describing that
2: better if you asked.
0: I know that was perfection. <laughs> but yeah, I um I was actually talking to my brother who who lives across the country today, and I was describing how I had been in Vegas and I came home and at the same time we were kind of both like get off and see LA burns to ground (laughs) because (laughs) I'm in Vegas everything is fine I get on the plane I get here and all hell is broken loose with the pandemic stuff and I'm suddenly like I walk in and I'm in quarantine for a month and I'm like what the hell but it was like that immediate we both went to that Bill Hicks bit so good choices good choices so did you like the new album nick was he are you
1: oh absolutely loved it yeah i mean invincible is probably one of my favorite mm-hmm. ones um tempest tempest is fantastic um
0: tempest became one of my favorites almost immediately um
1: Nima was invincible really like for Pneuma. me invincible for me really hit a hit a hit a spot for me
2: descending's you know? great yeah mm-hmm. i mean you... I just can't find one that I don't like. I mean, even the chocolate chip cookie trip or whatever it is oh. that is Danny Carey's, like, love child. Um, <laughs> and
1: when he played that, it was phenomenal. Like
2: That at the show was beautiful. It was beautiful. That was beautiful.
0: Absolutely.
2: Can we ask you a question?
0: Oh, put me on the spot. Go for it.
2: What are yours? Yeah. What are your oh. five or six favorite songs?
0: Ooh. Okay, so there's a live version of Push It that's really yes push it. Oh, forgot so about push yeah it. i thought yes. you about sell,
1: uh sellable
0: yeah and um that one i think he even says the beginning this is looking at an old song from a new perspective and <laughs> I, I remember that my
2: version. it's so so, yeah.
0: so good i think i got it off like lime wire or something <laughs> <laughs> um here come Napster. the feds here come <laughs> I mean, has the statute of limitations run out on that? Maybe. Um, (laughs) God, I hope so. (laughs) I know, I know. Um, Lateralis, uh, just amazing. One of my favorites. That's the one when somebody says, what's this tool? I'm like, here you go. Here's the Um, I I really like Write-In 2, Off 10,000 Days. I get that one. and, And really really all of Maynard's explorations about his mom. Like I I really like Mm -hmm. Judith for Perfect Circle. Um, all the things that show just how deeply he's thinking. We talked about Sufi and Stevens in the show yesterday, and there's something about letting yourself be so vulnerable and doing all this really painful exploration out in public that I think really connects to fans because we, we all have things in our lives that make us feel this deeply, but we keep them to ourselves and tool doesn't do that they're like here's this really painful thing and i'm gonna drag it under the light and like beat it and show it to you and there's so that makes those songs so powerful
2: maybe that's where some of the maynard's costuming comes from as well because sometimes you'll see him on stage and he's got these wigs on or he's got his whole we've seen him where his whole face was painted and a white
1: he's in, a, know, brassiere he's in a
2: brassiere or something so maybe that's where his his costuming comes from as well That's part of the vulnerability um that he's showing that part of himself that he's never shown before like i can wear women's drag on stage if i want to and no one's gonna say anything because i'm Major james keenan
1: hooker with a penis
2: yeah (laughs) well and he (laughs) you know
0: he can be all of these things on stage but it's a costume and then off stage Mm -hmm. he's a person that doesn't really want to interact with you like he's put it all out there it's over there go go see it on stage Mm -hmm. Yeah, so round it out really with um, Anima and 46 and 2. Those are sort of my essentials. But yeah, I could probably listen to Lateralis like every day, like all the time.
2: I love that one. I think that one's great.
0: And I have, I guess you guys probably do too, like different Tool songs that you listen to for different reasons at different times. Yeah, sometimes I'm just going to go put on a Tool album and go lift weights because...
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Right, because it's going to get you through that. It's got that driving guitar to it it's got that it's got everything in it that you need to get through a workout but then sometimes you're Mm -hmm. a lot more introspective and you're like i'm gonna light some candles and just listen to these lyrics really deeply and feel
2: them oh
1: yeah
2: yeah absolutely
1: i see that a lot more on i mean tools like that too perfect circles a little deeper on that for me um for listening just listening to lyrics some
2: of their older albums yeah. yeah yeah
1: but um this last one especially when it first came out i mean we waited together to uh for fear inoculum and sat back had a glass of wine kicked it on turned off the lights and just opened ourselves. up the cd
2: and then you watch the screen and it's got this um the artwork from um alex gray. alex gray on it and it was just after waiting so long and then you hear it and you're in a different place in your life than the first time you ever heard something when you were 19 or 20 and that's like your your power lifting like grunge phase and now you know we're in our 40s and we listen to tool with red wine or bourbon (laughs) and we're like this is amazing music because you really has like there's a let me see if i can say this right with this album i think there's a little bit more of a maturity level i think they still have a little bit of their humor in there but for me This album came out at the perfect time of my life because to me, this is a very mature sound for Tool and it fits just like a little puzzle piece in my life that I can just plug in and play and drive to work and listen to one or two songs and just be ready to like seize the day. It's perfect. I feel like we're done here. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Uh, That was such a good description of it. Like exactly. And, And speaking of the maturity bit, Nick, do you remember what you said in the hotel lobby when we, <laughs> while we were <laughs> so, no nope, it. Um. It was one of the funniest things I have ever heard anyone say in my life. So we were at this hotel near the venue and everyone in this hotel were Tool fans. And none of us were young, except like maybe some oh. second generation Tool fans.
1: <laughs> oh, and, are you talking about the drugs?
0: Yes, please tell that story. <coughs>
1: <laughs> so sitting there, and I looked at you, and the uh, guy says, "Hey, man, you got any drugs? Is it hydrochlorothiazide, or <laughs> does that count? Restor?" are like, i got <laughs> some Restor."
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got their heart pills, <laughs> and everybody in there thought that was just as damn funny as we did because <laughs> it was like we're all at this point in our lives where.
2: Make sure you go to the potty before we go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can, can to, stay up past 10.
1: We have to, <laughs> we have to Uber. <laughs>
2: do you, and you, then we're from the mouth. Like, how do we Uber? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Did
0: you, um? <laughs> did you like any moment of that show better than any other? Jennifer, I know that you said that you really liked Vicarious. Is that one of the ones that you mentioned? I, I thought, it
2: is oh. one of the ones I mentioned. Yeah. Um, that last show for me i don't know if i can pick out a certain specific point because from beginning to end that was that's a hard one to like pick one specific moment from that show because that show was beautiful in my opinion the visuals the sounds i loved it when they played all the old stuff things i haven't heard them play live in years now when we went to a tool concert about when did we go to that one in charlotte three years ago with Seth. With Seth. Yeah. Three years ago there was a moment when they played um, Schism that was amazing and that really stuck with me but that show that we went to I don't know if I can pick one specific moment out because to me that whole evening was just.
1: I'd say when Danny Carey played the dog, played the gong.
2: That was oh, yeah. that was nice but <laughs> For me, that whole show that we all went to was amazing. It it was one of the best tool concerts I've ever been to. And, and like I said earlier, I've been to four or five now. And that one to me was just everything.
0: So what's your favorite live tool moment, Nick?
1: Okay. Awesome. I'm glad you asked.
0: <laughs> okay. So year. getting out a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the year was 1997. Long, long time ago. Long Back long time. in my younger days, am I allowed to as, as the uh,
2: when Romans as the, when the Romans walked the earth, please the, the
1: statue of limitations uh uh run out at this point for that?
2: <laughs> I, so, I mean I,
1: devol-
0: I just said the lawn wire thing, <laughs> so go for it.
1: Okay. So all right, so uh so I'm tripping acid, like and we're at Lollapalooza, nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> as and, one should. <laughs> as one should. And mainer and tool comes out. And man, it was my first time seeing them. And he played uh, forty-six and two with a forty-foot white screen behind him with a light on him that made a forty-foot shadow behind him. So, so, me, every, all the stars aligned on that, and I, he's just screaming, "My shadow!" And all I can see is visuals. And it was probably the best moment ever seen for me, personally. This is before we met, so.
0: <laughs> wow, that's a really good one. I'm glad you had that right on deck. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's that's always that's always my number one answer when anybody when anybody ever asks me.
0: <laughs> do, you, do you have
2: one, Jennifer? Favorite um, little, like live moment or? That last concert to me was. That was my greatest tool moment that last concert. I loved that concert. It was amazing. Yeah. I don't know if there's any other concerts that I can.
1: The Greenville, South Carolina one was pretty good.
2: The Greenville, South Carolina one was good after 10,000 days. But this past one was, was it for me. That was one of the best oh, absolutely. shows. And, well, one of the best, this best tool show I've ever seen.
0: All right. So I guess we can try to bring this in a little bit. What, I'll just throw this out. What would you like to see from Tool Hannibal. now? oh, oh, that's Kevin, my cat. Oh, you're saying oh, yeah. I didn't even know he was there. You're um, going to have to tell us the question again,
2: sorry. Oh, yeah, that's okay, that's
0: okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, what, what would you want from Tool going forward? Like, what do you think would be, I mean, I'm not going to Treat
1: what they've done. Right? Keep evolving as they have and, and don't, don't cut any corners. And if it takes another 12 years, I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's up to me not to die before the next album comes out. So I'm okay.
0: So that's your job. You've got your job. My job is, yeah, not to die. Just for the new
2: Tool album, not for her or the kids. Just for the, so I can hear the new tool album come out. He's got plenty of life insurance recovered, lately. We're good. Especially you him? guys at work.
0: <laughs> he, he seemed to have been air drumming with knives. We're not sure what happened.
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) what about you jennifer same or i would i would say very similar i i don't want them to cut any more corners i want all of that all four of those instruments and human beings to come back together again and make us another amazing album and if it takes another 12 13 years so be it but i if if we get something amazing that sounded like fear inoculum again That would be great. I would love to see them again, too. Oh, absolutely. As long as they keep... If we can ever
1: go to another concert, that would be great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But even if they show us something new, I think I would be willing to hear that sound as well. And after so many years of listening to Tool, you would think that it would sound the same. There is similarity there. But I think they evolved and gave us something new that's in their own, that's still true to their voice. And that's what I would hope to see in the next album.
0: All right great i think that's those are the perfect answers guys so uh, i i want to thank jennifer and nick for joining me and telling me all about tool and for being the absolute perfect um concert buddies to to see that <laughs> um because that really was an amazing experience and it was
2: cool to experience it with you guys so, so thank you for joining me mutual. absolutely thank for, you having for having us and the feel- feelings mutual and hopefully one day we can Go to a concert again. I know, it'd be even nice. If not, yeah, yeah. Even if not, we can just drive by and honk our horn and play really loud in your driveway.
0: Hey, that sounds perfect. <laughs> I'm game for that anytime, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. All right, bye. bye. bye.